You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Welcome to The Occupational Philosophers, a not-so-serious business podcast designed to spark your creativity, curiosity and imagination. And this is a short, sharp, in-between episode. Welcome, Simon. How are you? John, nice to be welcomed. All is good. Looking forward to a little bit of holidays. So, yeah, you're in a good space. I'm in a good space. Happy days. Yeah, well, the tide is turning. We're getting good weather now. So us in the UK, we have just spring has sprung. So now we're sort of getting all sort of optimistic and the sun is out. So, yeah, we're in a good place. Well, it's not so much the opposite. There's a lot of people that's going, oh, thank God, it's not so hot anymore. So like, <laughs> oh, <okay>. autumn, is, <laughs> autumn is a really nice time. And for surfing, it's really good because the ocean is still warm, about 23 degrees where I live, which is very, very warm. Wow. But the wind has turned offshore mostly, so uh-huh. which means it blows from the land out towards the waves, thus holding the wave up a little bit better, making the ocean a lot more smooth instead of that uh-huh. bumpy, lumpy summer surf. So there's something you didn't think you'd explore on today's episode, but I'm glad I shared it. No, good surf. And just so <laughs> you know, you'd never get someone in the UK saying, gosh, I'm so glad the hot weather's over. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's not the, <laughs> it's not the poison chalice that you might think it is. But John, are we a surfing podcast? Are we a weather <laughs> podcast? I say not. John, <laughs> this is an in-betweener episode this week. Something caught my eye today. Well, today we have something in Australia called the Royal Easter Show, and I, its traditions lie in maybe it would have happened out in the countryside and all the – oh, not the countryside, back originally, people from the country would bring in all their animals, cheese, chutneys, all that type of stuff, okay, <laughs> You <laughs> you like pigs, cows, yeah. all that sort of stuff. You come in. Yeah, we the get city. that. Country yeah. fairs, yeah. Country yeah. fairs, yeah. This is that, but a much, much bigger version. So it's called the Royal Easter Show, and we have like all sideshows and rides, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, last year, very tragically, someone was stabbed in supposedly gang-related incident, like a young kid in high school, seventeen. And this year, in response to that, they've come out and banned hip hop music. At the show. Okay. Now, the <laughs> okay. reason being, and I'm, I'm again, I'm just going what I've read. So, uh, reading today says hip hop music induces kids into a life of crime. And the mm. theory behind this was that there was uh, bikey gangs using certain hip hop groups to entice kids into a life of crime. This is what I read. Okay. Now, okay. here's the thing. All of a sudden, imagine people, what do you think people in the music industry or the creative industry are saying, well, you're banning hip-hop. That sounds a bit extreme. And there's also, well, what is hip-hop? Is it like, you know, a bit of James Brown, a bit of soul? Is that out, a bit of early Elvis? This is almost, you know, (laughs) hip-hop, sort of bit of, you know, that cross between black and country music. But then you're also getting people from the law and order world saying, obviously with some very strong data points around this, and also public policy, but then also you've got, uh, you know, the Royal Easter Show. What does it mean to have an entertainment venue? So, John, this is what I call. Where are you going with this? this. <laughs> Get Can on with skip, it. Skip to the end. <laughs> what we've got now is what is getting closer to a wicked problem, a problem uh-huh. with no immediate answer no exam question where you go, oh, you've got it right, and multiple stakeholders, and here's the thing, because we talk about this all the time, 
each have a truth which is absolutely true. So how do you solve mm. a challenge where you have that big group of people all speaking the truth, but those truths are all different? Welcome mm. to VUCA. <laughs> Volatile, <laughs> uncertain, complex, ambiguous, <laughs> ambiguity. This is f- VUCA right here. <laughs> Can we retitle it VUCA or or just FUCA? FUCA. (laughs) FUCA? I don't know. Just it sounds more aggressive though, doesn't it? FUCA. (laughs) For FUCA's sake. Now, the reason why I talk about this, think around your organization, which is, you know, is a not so serious business podcast. Think of the problems and the challenges you may be trying to solve. Multiple stakeholders, no right answer, multiple answers to that question, and all of them have multiple stakeholders as well. And if I say multiple one more time, wow, watch out. <laughs> it's unprecedented the amount of times you've said multiple. <laughs> oh, no, I've said unprecedented. Shit. <laughs> so how do you solve it then? How do you solve a problem like Maria, as they say in the musicals? The v- wicked problems, what do we do then as teams and organisations? What's the secret source? Well, here's the thing, John, when I, I do a lot of work in this space where we work on really, really big challenges. And I'll say there is no secret source, which is very <laughs> disappointing, but we come back hey. to it. <laughs> People look at you uh, like, what? What? We've paid for you to come in. You've said that? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were going to be the for, co- man. <laughs> I thought you were going to be the Colonel Sanders of wicked problems and you're going to have a secret <laughs> recipe of 48 different herb spices and, and something else to solve it. Disappointing. Well, Take us back to when uh, Roger, Dr. Roger Watson, and or soon to be Dr. Roger Watson, and Dr. Yeah. Barbara Doran came on our show. Remember, he spoke around that frameworks within which we solve problems. And if you mm. remember back to that piece, he said they realised the King's Cost Nightlife District in uh, Sydney, they realised the frame they are looking through was a policing one, but they need to look through an entertainment lens. Glasgow knife crime, which I believe was involved in on that challenge as well, they started to reframe it as a, instead of being, or reframe it from being another policing solution to a health solution. So when you come to solving wicked problems and these complex problems, there are principles which is be highly, highly curious. Spend time in the shoes of the people you're trying to solve for. Let's say you've got a good idea in your head. Who would you think, all right, who can I go test that with? Who would you possibly go to? Like, just off the oh, you want an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, someone I thought was an expert in that area, I guess, would be yeah, my instinctive okay. thing. You've got an idea <laughs> and you think, oh, who could I share this with? I want to get their thoughts. Who might you go to? A, a like, colleague or peer. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Have if, you got, have you got yeah. even a named person? Or can you name that person? Uh, no, I can't name them. <laughs> it's a okay. secret okay so here, here, here's the thing if i've got an idea let's I call them shit. tom let's i okay. go and talk to yeah. tom all right i'll talk yeah, to tom. yeah okay but here's okay. the idea if, if i've got one i've got an idea i might share it with you hey john what do you think about this because we uh-huh. think quite alike i might go chat with uh mike parsons who was on our show yeah yeah okay. i might go chat with a, another good mate of mine we used to work do create animations together so he's very creative but here's the thing i'll go check them with the same people so the feedback I'm getting when we speak uh-huh. about spending time in other people's shoes, 
we're sort of often we'll check our ideas through the same lens within which they were created. Ah, okay. So when we spend time in other people's shoes, go really, really wide okay. rather than the people who might give you the answers you want. This is a bit like the way people could get stuck in an echo chamber because they yeah. inhabit the circles or groups or tribes that they might be used to and who play back the beliefs and values and things that they might have, share same experiences or whatever. So you're saying go outside that tribe when you're sharing these ideas and trying to get some feedback on them. Yeah, and here's the thing why this becomes an unusual problem. Why wouldn't you go to your tribe first? They get you. They get what you're about. They understand what you're talking about. There's nothing wrong with going to your tribe, is there at all? You know, that's yeah, the but don't the stop people. there. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so all of a sudden you think, oh, hang on, I have to chat to people I don't know and chat to people I know would actually hate this. Yeah. Because where do yeah. we also go, oh, we've got an idea at work. Oh, we've got a new idea for a procurement. Oh, go see Barry. He loves this stuff. Bazza loves this. Go see Barry. You know, <laughs> Barry go, that's bloody awesome. <laughs> you want to, want to go and see Penelope who hates this stuff. You want to go and see she'll tell you why. Well, and look, maybe it might, she might be, a, a, hates everything anyway, so you might get anything from it. But you might Penelope's think, like that. There's a couple of points here. Be highly curious. Make sure you spend time in the shoes of the people you're trying to solve the problems for. Third thing, John, be open to the solutions and trying new things, which is exactly what Roger told us mm. as well. You know, be open to trying new things, reimagining what that solution could look like. This is good stuff. I've, this is so good. I've written this down. Yeah, that's all right. You, I've, no I no got, charge. <laughs> I'm going to st stick on a post-it note on my monitor. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, here, look, that's just three principles. I don't want to say I'm the, you know, the king of solving wicked problems by any means, but what I've started to understand is there is no one perfect way and sort of think around leadership, like you're sitting in the middle of this, doing this for radio, my hands are pointed to the, mm. <laughs> pointed to the yep, middle. You're sitting in the middle of this trying to navigate, you know, we talk around, hey, navigating complexity in a FUCA world. But that's it. That's what this sort of uh, stuff is. And here's the thing. It feels uncomfortable. There are polarities and tensions. Things don't make sense. Two people have both got the right answer. So, John, welcome to the world yeah. of... And coming yeah, back to your original point then, problems, if yeah. you try to solve these wicked problems, don't just then say, we're going to ban hip-hop. I don't want to knock the police by any means, because you know, police do great things. But how often have you heard, we're going to ban this? Many of us would have recently watched the new Elvis biopic by the great yes. Australian Baz Luhrmann. What happens yeah. at the beginning? Take yourself, yeah, they, what happens to Elvis? They want to ban him because he starts yeah. doing a bit of hip swiveling. Yeah, yeah, hip swiveling. They thought yeah. he was going to corrupt the youth. Okay, let's follow through. Think three or four years later, three, four, five years later in the UK, who else did they want to ban? Ooh, Pop popular group. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Now, Rolling Stones. Think ah. a little bit further down the line. Who else did they want to ah. ban? The Pistols. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is my point. This stuff goes yeah. on. Tell yourself back to uh, 1992, NWA, banned all over, <laughs> all yeah. over the US. There's that lens, but then think now, who's the hip-hop police? They go, well, 
That's 120 BPM. Oh, that's dance. Oh, but there's a hip hop riff in it. Maybe, yeah, like who police is that? The who mus- draws the uh, line? Yeah. Is it musicians or is it the police or the BPMs are? <laughs> Maybe on that, John, there's this an in betweener. Let's end it there. But I think just reflect on that. What type of problem you're solving? Is it a straight to solution type one? Or do you need to step back, get really curious, get out of your own shoes and be open to reimagining what's possible? Stick on a post it note.